The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to Community Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to do a deep dive into one of the most important and yet overlooked channels of marketing, community. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses everything you need to build, grow, and engage a community centered around your brand. Joining us for Community Week is Rachel McCool, who is the Senior Community Manager at GoDaddy. Prior to her current role, Rachel has been a leader in community growth and management for a couple of startups you may have heard of called eBay and Facebook. So far this week, Rachel and I have talked about the value of community, the infrastructure brands need to get their community started, and how to build a community from the ground up. And today we're going to discuss how to drive community engagement. Here's the fourth installment of Community Week with Rachel McCool from GoDaddy. Rachel, welcome back to Community Week on the MarTech Podcast. Hey, Ben. Good to be here with you again. Great to have you back. We've covered a bunch of ground the reason for creating community, how it could be used as a valuable marketing asset, some of the technologies behind it, how to get up and running. Once you have a community, when you have a collection of people that are really engaged and interested in your brand, how do you keep them coming back? How do you keep them engaged? Let's talk about engagement and interaction and building not just relationships, but lasting relationships. Tell me about your playbook. So I think that that's such an important key to continuing to have your community be successful. You need to have what we call top contributors, people who you see on a fairly regular basis who are engaging, helping out, willing to maybe even do podcasts with you or AMAs with you or write additional content. So that's really critical. A lot of companies have programs that are community recognition programs. The point behind the programs is to, again, thank the top contributors, people who are taking time out of their days to work with you and help you out and engaging in the community. So there's entry level into programs like that. And then a lot of companies have certain types of maybe metrics that they look for the different levels in order to get to a certain place. 
And then some companies, depending on the size of the company, may have a customer conference every year. So they treat their top community engagers. Maybe they pay for their way to the conference. Maybe they have a special dinner or something for them at the conference. I mean, there's so many different things that you can do to say thank you to people and keep them engaged. I've mentioned in one of our previous episodes that we did about creating councils of people to actually work with you on a regular basis to talk about your products and services and how you can potentially improve them by putting them under non-disclosure agreements. So they're actually in communication with you on a fairly regular basis so that they feel appreciated. So there's lots of different things that you can do to thank people for what they're doing and continue to make sure that they know that you appreciate them. What I'm hearing is rule number one is say thank you. People are investing their time to help you build your company and your brand, and you should show your appreciation. And from a marketing perspective or a technology perspective, one of the things that you mentioned is basically gamification, is allowing some sort of scoring mechanism to show someone how active they are, how engaged they are, how their continued involvement in your community is helping them build not only your company's brand, but their reputation. And then there are other ways to say thank you monetarily or otherwise, but really make sure that your community, mostly your most engaged community members are feeling appreciated and recognized. Exactly. And the other thing is that sometimes people think that if you have a community, God, I need to have like 500 top contributors in there every single day to ensure that I have a successful community. When in actuality, you may only need 25 people or 10 people. Again, it depends on the size of your company. It depends on what your goals are, how active your community is, where you want to go with your community. But it doesn't have to be a ton of people. But if they're very active and they're not only active, but they have a really good tone, they write really great content, that's really more critical than the numbers of people that you have. The other thing is that, again, if you're creating special programs to thank people and actually gamify community engagement, you better make sure that you have employees that can manage that because people are going to hold you to whatever you put out there as, hey, this is you know a program that we're doing. You can do X number of things to get to the next level. Once you put that out there, people are going to hold you to that. So make sure that you have proper management and employees that are spending time to interact and engage with those customers. So when we're talking about community engagement, we've been focusing on how to make sure that your best community members, your community founders, your most engaged customers are staying involved. Talk to me a little bit about the recruiting process for new lifeblood to your community. How do you get new people onto your community? How do you get them engaged? How do you get them ramped up? Because in our last episode, you mentioned that sometimes your community founders, they churn. So what are the tools that you use to be able to replace some of your more established community members as they lapse in their activity? I think, again, it depends on what your community is all about, what the goal of your community is. So for instance, if 
your community is about providing help to customers, then certainly people find community through needing help on a question that they may have, right? So if you're ranked in search, say Google or something, and they pop the question in and a similar question pops up in your community, they come in, they see the community and they're like, oh, I didn't know that there was this community. And sometimes that spurs people into helping because especially if you have a technical product or service, a lot of times people really need help. So if they know the answer, they want to help out. That's certainly one way, but you got to continue to promote anything that you're doing. So if you're doing an AMA about one of your products or you're doing a podcast to share tips and tricks on something, you got to promote that because people aren't just going to come because otherwise, how would they find out about it? So promote obviously through email, through all your social channels and just get new people coming in all of the time. And then people just pop up. It's really interesting in communities and it's kind of very similar to offline community in wherever you live, say that you're part of some kind of chamber of commerce and all of a sudden a brand new person walks through the door that maybe just moved to town and you find out, wow, this person is really amazing and they seem like they're kind of interested in helping out to do certain things in your town. It's very similar to online communities as well, where brand new people pop up, they're a wealth of knowledge. And the really important thing is to welcome them when they come in and engage in conversation with them very quickly after they've joined so that they feel noticed and appreciated. And then from there, you've kind of established that relationship so that they feel like they want to come back and continue to engage. This all feels very commonsensical to me where you're saying, hey, we have these community members that are deeply engaged and are investing lots of time into helping us build our community. We should say thank you. And you're building a technology solution around that with your gamification to show them the value that they're providing and give them the recognition that they deserve. Similarly, you have a new community member that pops onto the radar. You should welcome them. And I'm assuming that there are similar technology solutions, gamifications, welcome badges, ways to show them that they are getting value out of their early contributions. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? 
Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. Talk to me a little bit about what makes people feel good about joining the community and how do you show them that they are being welcomed and appreciated? So our platform that we use, Lithium Software, does have all sorts of badging that you can utilize. And then when people hit certain levels, then they get assigned a new badge and then they get an email with congratulations, you just hit whatever next rank and level. And you can make those as personalized as you'd like. So I think that that's all a really important component, again, of being present with your community members. And then, of course, for the ones that seem to be really active, just do the personal touch. You can private message people. You can ask them if they'd be willing to jump on a call with you. I do that a lot. And sometimes people ask me almost like, well, what do you want to talk to me about? I always say, hey, I just really want to hear about your business. And I do genuinely want to hear about their business. And then, of course, I want to hear about what products and services they use of ours and what do they think of them. And a lot of times, just by doing that, what seems like for some people a monumental task, it's really not. And then you've got people who are willing to do more with you futuristically. Yeah. Just the first thing that pops into my head is that would make a great podcast. The GoDaddy community podcast where you're talking to everybody about the services they use and how they're contributing. And anyway, if you're having the conversations, why not record them? But maybe I'm a little biased. (laughs) So true. So talk to me about when, you know, whether it's a new or one of your best community members, when they are engaged, how are you highlighting what is the most valuable content to make sure that you're getting the most value out of what's created? Is there a syndication, a sorting mechanism? How are you actually making sure that when people are engaged, I'm sure there's a difference between the various types of content that's being created. How do you surface the best stuff up to the top to make sure that when you're getting this valuable engagement, you're making the most out of it. It depends on what platform you're using, certainly within the software that we use. First of all, there's modules where you can actually showcase your top contributors and click over to their profile page and you can see all of the questions that they've engaged with, the content they've provided. So that's a great way to recognize your top contributors. The other thing is through, I had mentioned solutions. So you can accept an answer as a solution and then you can rank that answer by the number of views for that particular answer. So that if somebody comes in and is searching for a very specific answer to one of their questions, the accepted solution answers pop up first in search and they can take a look at that and see if that answers their question. And hopefully it does. And then they can move on to do whatever it is that they need to do to run their business. So as it turns out, being a community manager is more than just onboarding and building the relationships, but you're really managing the content and trying to tag and codify what responses are useful solutions and what content you're really classifying things as the answers come in. 
Right. And I think, again, everybody always needs to think about that their customers are super busy people. So the goal is whether you're having community members write blog posts or write articles or they're answering questions or whatever it is that they're helping you do that the surface, the best content and be able to get people in there quickly, look at it, read it and move on. Because the vast majority of people who utilize communities, they're not your top contributors. They don't stay. In fact, it's a very small percentage of people that are going to be top contributors. It's around 1% of your total customers that actually engage in community. So with that knowledge, try to create content that's super short and to the point and allows people to come in spend a very short amount of time and then move on if they want to. If they want to stay and look at more, great. But I think that generally people don't like reading. So short to the point and then having them move on really helps to accomplish our customers' goals and our goals as well. So when we think about engagement overall with your community, we talked a lot about how to get your top community members engaged say thank you, show them your appreciation, whether it's in person or through a technology solution in your platform. New customers, welcome them to the platform, whether it's personally through email. Again, there's you know badging and gamification you can use. But for engagement for people that are not actively community members, but are looking for answers, there's a formatting solution here where you're trying to create small consumable pieces of content. So what you're building with your community is valuable outside of the community. And I think that's a great place for us to wrap up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Rachel for joining us. If you'd like more of Rachel's tips for building an effective community strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we're going to talk about how to keep your community in line and on your side. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Rachel, you can find a link to her bio in our show notes, or you can find her on LinkedIn and Twitter where her handle is Rachel McCool, R-A-C-H-E-L-M-A-K-O-O-L. Insert post roll here. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, don't worry about it. We've got you covered. Head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries and transcripts of all of our episodes. And if you're a subscriber to the Martech podcast, let's just stop and take a second to thank you for being a member of our community. We always want to hear from you. So we built benjshap.com slash question where you can submit your questions related to marketing and I'll answer them live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out through social media. My personal handle is benjshap, that's B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P, on both LinkedIn and Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to the rest of Community Week, we've got some great episodes lined up over the next few weeks. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.